welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Land Cave where we're living as nerds. Give me just a moment to fix my camera while I take it, send it over to Owen. Hey, I'm Co-host. Owen. With me, as always, is Patrick. Yeah, is co-host Patrick. extraordinaire is Patrick. I'm gonna get there, and dramatic. <laughs> I swear I'm waiting for the computer. I'm just gonna loop that gif though. That's cool. Uh, okay, waiting for the computer like our, on this one. Follow remote. Oh, that's gonna be good stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna fix my ga- uh, game here uh, here in a second. For some reason, the uh, the camera resets every now and then. But that's what happens when you do a live show. You just watch as the magic of uh, of uh, technology makes me slightly prettier, or at least you can see me. So that's something. Uh, we're here. We're here giving you gaming news like we do every single week, with with or without, but usually with a couple technical uh, difficulties here and there. And it's been it's been a week. It's been a good week. It's been a hard week. Whatever. Hope you're Has hanging it? out. Hope you're. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little it? tired. What? It's been a. What's, what's going on? I'm a little tired. I mean, uh, I'm feeling all right. I got my got my second second uh, dose uh, of the uh, vaccine. I'm feeling okay on that. Just tired from life. Um, and Liberty interesting. Liberty in the pursuit of happiness. That's right. That's right. And uh, speaking of that, uh, to yesterday, yesterday, the day before, was the mm. first time I've worn jeans in like almost a year, if not a year. Uh, I try and bust them out. <laughs> I try and bust them out, like just to you know, feel somewhat unlazy. You know, we leave yep. the house on like a Saturday morning. I try and, you know, I'm still in Texas, so most of the time it's more like shorts yeah. and stuff. But like during the week, though, I go pick up the kid from daycare, and it is all joggers yep. all the time. <laughs> like I'm super lazy when I roll up in there. I'm sure that there's other parents who have been judging this guy. It's like, what is this guy picking up? Like. What is this homeless man? No, it's not. I, I have nice joggers, no, but like, no. what is this guy just picking up his kids, looking like he hasn't been at work all day, where everybody else has always got some kind of kind of dressed up? But you know, how they feel? Did they did did they have the button problem? Did they were they worn in jeans? No, were they... they were they were good. So they're actually brand new. Because oh. uh, I I know. Um, so I ripped uh, I ripped the backside out of my. Uh, of my previous jeans by just I guess squatting I guess uh, it just couldn't contain couldn't contain my uh, derriere so mm. ripped just by that they had like a I'm sure um, your wife appreciated that she thought it was hilarious except if I wore it like in public because it was like a vertical rip that would just that just showed my boxers through it mm. so it was like okay I'm gonna wear this for yard work in the backyard and that's about it <laughs> like or if I need to like go like put out the uh, put out the trash um, I ripped it, th- uh, threw them away because it wasn't something I could salvage, and I, I you know, and 
and then I realized that I had not purchased jeans. Uh, that was my last pair of jeans because I had um, I've got some work clothes that um, were like you know khakis and stuff that I haven't worn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I got shorts. I got workout pants. I got pajama pants, and I was I went this long without apparently having to wear like uh, like jeans. So you know, occasional slacks, but nothing nothing too crazy. And I was just no. like, oh, I should go to dinner. I should wear pants. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's good to feel it's good to feel like you tried sometimes. Most of the time I'm not because, you know, I I let the growth come in and I really do need a haircut right now, even though there's not much left up there. But, uh, you know, just to feel like you put in 30 seconds worth of effort instead of just sliding them on. Uh, David says he can't hear. Yeah, you. I think I just fixed that. David, let us know if you if that, that just fixed right there. Um, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a macro that's supposed to unmute. Uh, it did not do that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you can hear us now. Um, yeah, but either way, go. I got I got local recording going. I mean, I got the uh, I got our uh, ZenCaster recording. So we possible got that like activated. Facebook missed that entire like beginning of our conversation. They could have. Thanks, David. Appreciate it, man. Really Appreciate do. it. Yeah, See, man. Is, and I even said when we started recording that I normally like to check the sound, and because I heard myself, <laughs> I let the I let my guard down. And and like, yeah, I was like, is, we're fine. fine, and we were not <laughs> fine. So yeah. it's always good to at least have somebody in the yeah. audience so you know feel free to join us wednesday yeah. evenings around seven thirty central yeah i do the same thing like every time i start a, twi- uh, a twitch stream and like i feel like you know i'm that's probably the most boring like four or five minutes of the beginning of every stream which gets edited out for like you know content later but it's like test test oh, that work. oh test test like over and over and over again um but yeah and uh, I got to censor myself there. Like last week, get to censor you. This week, I have to censor me. But uh, yeah, David, totally uh, glad you took a study break to uh, to hang out with us. Uh, we'll we'll catch you uh, on the rewatch as you usually watch uh, afterwards. Uh, man, what have, what have you been playing lately? What have you been doing? So I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and talk about yeah. my twelve for twelve this this month. Get it out go of the it. way because I have. I, I did I did do my normal COD session last night mm-hmm. where I just had to get in there and shoot some stuff. But otherwise, I've been playing a little Trails of Cold Steel uh, on on my PS5 via my game drive. So my WD uh, four terabyte game drive runs like a dream. Yeah. Uh, so this is a PS3 uh, port to PS4 on my external drive load times are nothing i don't get what it is that the ps5 can do when the game is running on not an s not an sdd it's an hdd it's a it's a high speed hdd but i don't get what it is that processes it to where it loads so quickly but um if you're if you're watching the video you can see that it is very obviously a jrpg Mm -hmm. uh, as i've been known to play a few times in my my life um i really now want turbo mode again if you're looking at the screen you can see turbo mode being displayed in the top right so what they added in there is all you have to do is click l2 and you can move i think it's like four or five times faster throughout the game world so you're just clipping along and then also your battles are like the turns because it's a completely yeah. turn-based game so it's not real yeah. time so the okay. moves just go off 
And while sometimes you want to see some animation, for the most part, I don't care. I just want to play the game. And so I'm able to go at the turn-based thing at a much higher pace. Yeah. Um, so like I said, this game came out uh, on the PS3. Uh, it's a... And that's that movement right there where it's like it's like jittered right there. Yeah, right? I'm just going yeah, really cool. fast. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And then right I, I'm walking, and so I do have to sometimes like stop because what it is is how you engage in the world is your enemies mm-hmm. are actually out on the overworld, and then you can engage in a fight which takes you into a battle screen but what you what i what i like about this one is if you sneak up behind them you can smack them with your sword and you start out with um a an advantage and b they have slightly less hp than they okay than than max um i haven't played any of their games before this is like a apparently like a a spinoff uh, from a previous game, it's made by a company I've never played any mm-hmm. of their games called. Uh, I'll probably butcher it. It's called Neon Falcom. Um, they also made the Ease series, which I, I have some Ease games that I've bought on sale, but I still haven't gotten to yet. Same. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I bought Ease Eight at some point because I heard it was really good, and then I bought Ease on the um, on the Vita. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first one of their games that. I'm playing as far as I know. Now they could have played some other things. I'm looking through their their list right Catalog, now. Yeah, yeah. Dragon Slayer. Not sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever played that. Um Oh, Legend of Heroes is the spin-off. So so I think okay. this one's like uh called the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel, and then they had um Legends of Heroes Trails in the Sky was what they had okay. previously. And so it's some kind of connected world, but this is the start of a brand new story. Um, it's very typical in the fact that you're in high school, so that I, I'm kind of putting it as like a combination of like Fire Emblem Three Houses and Persona because you're okay. in a uh, old school high school. So you're playing. Obviously, you see that in the video. I have swords. One person does have a shotgun, and so there is like some gunpowder and stuff going on. Um, it also reminds me a little bit of Valkyrie Chronicles in that sense, in that there's like both some modern weapons but also uh magic and old school i've put about 10 hours in uh so far one thing that is super frustrating to me and i now i'm gonna have to make sure i'm paying attention on like every ps5 game i play Mm -hmm. tell me what do you expect to happen when you hit the, the 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 playstation button on your controller when I hit the PlayStation button? Yeah, so you're playing your game, and yeah. you hit the PlayStation button. What do you expect to happen? Okay, so you're not... T- and just saying, we're not talking about the options, but we're not talking about the start. That start, yeah. what I call start, it's the options. You hit no. the PlayStation button. I expect for that PlayStation pop-up, uh, you know, for the PS5 to be like... You know, it's either the... I get them confused, either the, the vertical or... or uh, sorry, the top or bottom mm-hmm. uh, horizontal bar that comes up, and it's like, here's your, here's your game thing. Yeah, and then what do you expect to happen to the game? Uh, I expect the game to be in essentially a suspended mode. Correct. Uh, yeah. And so with this particular game, and now I'm going to have to look. I don't know if you get anal about this. I really hate when yeah. my uh, when there's an in-game timer that keeps mm-hmm. on ticking when you're paused. Can't stand it. Bugs me. And so I discovered that on this game in particular, mm-hmm. if I hit the PlayStation button, my in-game timer keeps on running. So I guess part of this may be that I don't, usually hit that playstation button and go do and like do stuff um 
I usually like will throw it in sleep. I don't use my PlayStation for like media and that kind of thing. If that's what mm-hmm. you were, were you doing that or were you no. just hit the PlayStation button, you go uh, take care of the kid, go get something to eat, come back, that kind of thing. I do it because I, whenever I pause, I don't want the in-game timer to run. And oh, so if I want to go okay. to the bathroom or if I want to go get a drink or if I want to so go get a like, snack, I throw on the PlayStation button yeah, so that yeah. it suspends the game. So do you do it so that way, and, and I'm trying to figure this out to play therapist with you. Do you sure. do it so that way that you know afterwards when you look and you're like, I've spent 16 hours. I know that this 16 hours of gameplay. Yes. Okay. I want, an, I, I want an accurate or at least yeah. close to accurate measure mm-hmm. of how long I played a game. If they're That's going valid. to bother That's to valid. put yeah. the in-game timer. It's only if they put it in there. And it literally, I think my picture is hiding it right now uh, on uh, on the stream. But if you uh, were to look in the bottom right corner of this window, there is just a timer running whenever you are in the menu. And so it just stares me in the face that it's like six hours, 27 minutes and 32 seconds. And I've I suspended it or what I thought was suspending it. Mm. And then I came back mm. and it was like six hours, 35 minutes. I was like, what? How did moved I gain for a second? Yeah, I moved you for a second. Let's see it there. But yeah, I mean, it's no, only I'm... whenever you're in the menu. And so, okay. Okay. so, so right so, now we're playing the game right now. Yep. And it's incrementing. Yeah. Yep. It's, yes, it's very it's very uh, dim, by the way, but it's it's there. Yeah, right here. So it would be yeah. in this menu that yeah. that I'm saving in. Uh, yeah. So one hour, eight minutes, fifty four seconds. That timer keeps on running in my suspended state. So that was rather frustrating. But aside from that, uh, I'm having do a really games, good time. Yeah, because now I'm like, I don't know if I've ever caught it. Do other games do that, or is it something we, that maybe well, happening we just don't realize? It's nothing that I've ever paid attention to because on the yeah. PS4, it's not. On the PS4, it do, it doesn't pull up a media bar. The PS4 goes back to the PS4 home screen. Correct. Yeah. So on yeah. the PS5, it's the media bar, and so now I'm going to be checking. I have not played another game on the PS5 because I've just been playing this game all week. Uh, I'm going to be checking though because I just it's just a weird thing. I want to if you bother to give me an in-game timer, I yeah. I want the in-game timer to be accurate i get i mean i guess the only in-game timers i'm thinking of i've been playing a lot of resident evil but um like there's a there's a timer in there for like your save states right Mm -hmm. so like your save state and then if you when you beat the game if i win you beat the game because you should probably be those games are fun to beat um I, i love the puzzles uh but the um afterwards it's like this is how long it took you to beat uh which like people are posting and 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 they're like they're complaining because they're like look i beat it in eight hours and 55 minutes and uh and i don't really look slash care usually about like ah this is how quickly i beat the game so usually i guess it doesn't really doesn't really matter to me but i totally get that if you're wanting to track if you're wanting to say i put x amount into a game um, I totally get that as a metric that's right in front of you because, like you said, play- PlayStation 4, you hit that uh, PlayStation button and your game has been suspended. Yeah. Um, now, if you hit the – this is this is something I just haven't tested because when you hit the PlayStation uh, button uh, and it brings up like that the bottom menu, mm-hmm. is it different than if you hold it down and it goes into like the, the, the home screen, if you will, where you've got the, the top bar. You have to go back to the home screen to okay. to suspend it. And so okay. that's what I've been doing. And so gotcha. it's not a thing that I take like several long breaks in where I should be putting it to sleep. It's the fact that I just don't want the timer running while I'm in the yeah. bathroom. Or if I like I, or if I stop to talk to my wife for a few minutes, I want 
the game to just kind of represent it. And it's only on games, again, people probably think I'm crazy, right? It's only on games. If you're going to put that timer and it's just running every time yeah. I'm looking at the menu, I can look down at the bottom like, man, I've been playing this game for 10 hours. And I was like, there's no way I've been playing it. So for just 10 don't hours. put the timer in there. Put the timer in like Resident Evil. It's like when you save, it's like, yeah. here's the timer you put in there. Because then I, I don't like running clocks at all. That's actually one of the reasons I, uh, which obviously in this case, it's different. It's different because it's just clocking constantly. Yeah. But uh, it gives me anxiety, like, and that's one of the reasons why, like, uh, the first go, first and second go of Majora's Mask, absolutely hate it because <laughs> the pressure of that three-day clock of uh, what is it actually like thirty minutes or whatever it is in like real time, I can't even remember. Uh, maybe it's an hour, I can't remember. But like that clock, even though it's like no, all you have to do is do go up to this point and then you're good. I wanted to tangent off that, but I don't. I want to. I want to. I want to let you finish. Yeah. Uh, on, on this game. No, that's fun. I, do that. I went off on a big tangent about an in-game timer. So aside from that, though, um, obviously you can tell it has been ported, but it looks solid on PS4. Uh, I, I I've talked about this a few times that since 13 Sentinels finishing that in January, I've had a really hard time just connecting with any story-based games, and so. Yeah. This one is scratching some kind of itch, and I honestly think the turbo mode helps. So you, if you're watching the video right now, I turned off the to- turbo mode. You're seeing how like slow these things are, are, yeah, yeah. are crawling, and like you see, uh, here's the hit animation where it's so slow. On turbo, oh. it's going like 5x, and yeah. so I'm not having to sit there for that because I think, I, th- I think certain like final fantasies like final fantasy 15 and 14 and now 7r i think mm-hmm. have kind of ruined me on turn-based combat unless it's a tactical rpg because i just when it's like let's go let's fight i i still yeah. want the rpg elements but i don't want to just sit there but yeah. having turbo on this game has allowed that to kind of not chug as much and we're still in this law like i nothing's really on this list that we're going to talk about but i mean i realized that we oh well i guess 7r is um we get ratchet and yeah the 7r next month and so right now this is fun to play i'm hoping i can finish it i haven't finished a single one of my 12 for 12 games (laughs) this is the longest i've played one though at 10 hours and so uh, I got it on sale. Honestly, though, most of these don't go on sale very much. Uh, like if you look at two, which is also an old game, and three, also an yeah. old game, they're both like thirty bucks. Uh, I would say if you want a good turn-based JRPG, it really seems like it is one. Um, wait for it on sale. Go over to PS Deals. I think they also release these on Switch now. Um, and then, like I said, on my PS5, it's running off the external drive, zero load times. And so that's also that, yeah. nice. That quality of life with that speed, that's, I mean, honestly, I'm, I like, I don't mind the logic. I don't mind the structure of a timed RPG. Like, I don't yeah. mind that in battle systems. But uh, even Final Fantasy VII, you hold down that, was it R1? I can't remember. You hold down, uh, you hold down that, uh, I think it was R1 and the OG Final Fantasy VII, and it, it, even that get, then goes through battle quickly for you. But in this case, it seems like it, you know, even with, you know, setting up magic and everything is, is quick. I think, um, yeah, with Final Fantasy VII and some others, like I can't wait for like the next Dragon Age, like to see how they do these types of battle systems because it's it's quality of life, keeping the tradition, keeping the structure of an RPG. But but it's like it's it's 2021. I gotta I gotta get in, get out, and I want to like I'm, I'm these games are about the story 
Like, I want to, yeah, I'm exploring, I'm, I'm fighting, but, like, I want to know about the story. I want to progress the story and figure out what's happening. You know, the battle is to lead to the next op- next uh, actual uh, uh, story aspect, at least in these types of games. So, yeah, it's cool. and so, you know, it good, yeah, it's it's solid. Uh, hopefully I can finish it before the, before, uh, I keep messing it up, which one's which, Intermission, before Intermission comes out. I think it's so dumb that they've, like, named the PS5 group upgrade something on final <laughs> fantasy seven but before we talk talk to me about the the resident evil eight i've heard mixed yeah, things i'm so i love it uh, i love it it is um it's obviously it's different than two and three and, and all those like og because I'm, I'm like old school resident evil fan seven was really really good but it's vi- but it was it was like good different it set the it set the game series on a new course that isn't bad. There's a lot of people trashing it online because they don't like the first person uh, a first person perspective. Um, I mean, wasn't I've it first it. person seven? It wasn't seven. Seven okay. f- yeah, it wasn't seven, and uh, I think six is basically a first person shooter kind of thing. But um, like to me, like the third person, I think the remake of two and three have done a great job in like giving that third person perspective. But first person, this is this is different than the third person. Um, it, to me, it's a little bit more. It, it's scarier, in my opinion, when something's coming at you and you have that first person view, and you have this vampire thing lady who's coming at you. I don't want to spoil anything, but like um, with uh, with fight, and especially with like fights like this, it's a little bit more fast paced. And, and coming from playing two and three, this has been exhilarating. Even even in way, uh, times where I'm like, uh, like this is a boss fight and I'm trying to figure out how to actually do damage to her. And the wife has been actually watching me uh, play and kind of helping out a little bit. I've been trying to get her to play, see if she wants to try it, but it's too too tense for her. Um, or I think that she thinks it's going to be. But like the boss battles, boss battles are basically puzzles or quasi puzzles. Um, it's I really I really like it. I like the setting. Uh, lady Demetresque is the uh, the tall lady that everyone talks about. Sure. Uh, this is not a spoiler, but because if you've saw the trailer and like the very beginning of the game kind of sets this up, like she's not your she's not the the main villain. And people thought she was the main villain based on some of the trailers, and because of people you know throwing the memes out there and everything. She's not the main villain, so she's in the first house of the four houses that you go through and i say houses as in like um castles versus other environmental areas if you will that are connected to the village zones i love it i love it absolutely love it um how far are you in would you say i am about six hours and again where people were like i beat it in eight eight hours and like just under nine or i've seen nine to twelve hours yeah um i'm i'm like that far in and i think i'm like a third of the way through um i will say i did a lot of backtracking um so there's a boss kill there um i did a lot of backtracking where i couldn't figure out something and something was like really easy and really apparent um so there was a little bit of backtracking that extended it plus i'm not going in for like speed i also i want to try to get everything in a room if i can or um so i'm not speeding through it i like the environments um you don't feel the need i don't feel the need no no i don't but uh that does segue into one of our topics though because Apparently, uh, they're getting some heat for some things that uh, maybe uh, maybe they got a little too influenced. 
um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with this this picture. If you're watching this, uh, there is an enemy in the game. Again, this is this is non-spoilery. It is an enemy, but it, I don't think it spoils anything that happens in the game. Um, on the left hand side, if you're watching, this is from a, from a, a movie uh, called uh, Frankenstein's Army, and on the right hand side is the uh, is the enemy from Resident Evil. That's pretty darn similar. Uh, in my opinion, uh, I'm not saying it's like verbatim, but it's pretty darn similar propeller faced engine faced thing. Um, there are some others that people were pointing out that I don't think are as important. And I grouped all of them because I was like, I'm going to go through these. That's the one that I think is the, the most like, yeah, that's kind of that could be uh, uh, copyright. People were bringing this up. I don't think that's very other than the shape uh, kind of has this hammerhead thing on the top. I don't think it's yeah. that similar. Uh, even less similar. I don't think that really... And no. then we got this, nowhere near similar. Um, but did find, and this is where I wanted to you know, just kind of quickly say, sometimes you get inspired. And this was a photo from the 1930s. And that's almost the same outfit. That's almost the same outfit verbatim. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's some inspiration. I, don't, I wouldn't consider that like copying. But it's that's very heavily inspired, in my opinion. The others were were either were in, maybe inspired by, but um, I don't know. I don't know if they've got a case. Sounds like they may be doing some lawsuits, though. But we'll see. Not in this, but in the uh, Frankenstein's Army case. See, that's the thing where I don't understand art copyright very much yeah. because it's a thing of I don't, I don't, I don't know what like asset wise how much you have to owe because I know. Yeah from tech law recently they've discovered like you can completely like rip off video game design because unless you're just straight copying their code and even then you they there's i think they've they've ruled that there's not necessarily a patent on code perhaps you literally like the thing like and i'm not i'm no legal expert don't take me for it but i've seen things where like basically like some of the stuff that's kind of holding the industry where it is mm-hmm. or a lot of the time is just the fact that it's guarded like you yeah. know whenever it comes to like some of this uh code for like say um video game consoles and and other things it's that when it gets out it's out and there's nothing yeah. that they could really do about it because there's no uh, like intellectual property or something on code maybe i'm wrong and maybe that's changed recently but i wonder what it means in the art world where that first one does look pretty clear and if i was yeah. going to guess if somebody was going to take that to court it's literally like they'll settle and it's like all right well here's some money they'll probably settle and and you're right that that first one where i'm like that's pretty darn similar some of the others i'm like not really nah, i didn't um, see it the the and the last one that I showed I just threw up there because it's someone else mentioned is like an inspiration where it, well it's like I don't know if that's even a famous photo but it's like it's also from um, from almost a hundred years ago yeah. it's 1936 so we're talking about 90 uh, 90 uh, somebody's gonna pop out of the woodwork and be like my grandfather <laughs> took that picture but also art art is How dare you? Art, art and video games are art and and, and it is. It survives and it thrives and it and it uh, on those on those uh, that that the iteration and the copying. I mean, when first person shooter back in my day, I remember when I remember when first person shooters like it was Doom, and then people were like, "Oh, that's a Doom clone," and then that turned into first person shooters. And I was a kid when they when they 
use those phrases, but I remember people using those phrases and you can see like news, news uh, things about games like the early, like 91 or so 92 and people are like, Oh, this doom clone of this. Uh, and that's now a genre. Um, the souls born games, souls like games are now kind of a genre rogue. Like is kind of a thing. Um, I'm surprised Zelda, like they, they're, of referred to as Zelda clones, which yeah. a lot of people that make Zelda clones get offended by it. But it's like this is clearly a Zelda game. Like nobody else does a game exactly like a sixteen or an eight bit Zelda. Yeah. Whenever you see that, you just it's one of those things you just know when you see it. Or the upcoming game, uh, Kenna uh, Bridge of Spirits, which I am super pumped on. I totally. it's it's one of my few pre ordered games, and that was literally just because it's an indie developer and i just wanted to support them so i was like here's your money for the ps5 version but all the way down to how uh she shoots the bow and stuff i'm like this is very breath of the wild inspired and whenever you look at genshin impact and you look at how much like obviously the gameplay is not it's a completely like rpg based thing but in terms of the visual aesthetic the the um what do you call like the turbo meter uh every everything about that is completely breath of the wild and so i'm surprised that there's not a a zelda i don't know what you would even call it now like i don't know <laughs> i mean it's not a, like because there's really like metroidvania's souls borns yeah. Uh, yeah and we we use those terms to like describe something even like yeah zelda like would be a good one like rogue like people are people have been griping about uh um about uh uh, uh, returnal which i'm i the more that i see i'm like i need it yeah the more that i see on returnal i'm like yeah i'm gonna gonna get this game eventually uh i'm gonna have to play it um but there are people who um have been posting about like uh saying well it's it's missing features i can't believe it's missing a save feature and i'm like that's that's not how this game works like have you not played the game uh have you not played like and, and the answer is no they haven't played the game but like like Dark Souls, Bloodborne. I know I talked about this on the show last week, but like those games, you do this. It's the same. It's similar. You die. You start back at the beginning of the level. In in Returnal, you start at the beginning of the game. But um, I've been playing. I've been playing a couple uh, roguelikes on my on my Vita, and that's that's how the how it works. You die. You start at the beginning. You start restart every single time, and that's how I the game that, is structured. I think that they have. I think that people have a case for it. I mean, it's it's really put me off like i was already put off by the roguelike anyway but it's really put me off of it because the runs on in unless you're just awful which i probably would be in returnal the Mm. you're talking about two or three hour runs and so literally the only thing you can do is suspend your game and and turn it off and you know we've we already talked about that last week where like if you have auto update turned on or if there's a storm or whatever i really I do I do still see a thing for save states, but the thing that you go back to is that the developer said no. It's our I, it's our game. You don't want to play it, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't want to save state per se, per se, but but using a similar system to what the Bloodborne uh, what the Soulsborne games use, I think would, would benefit it, which means uh, it's auto saving in the background. You don't have access to those, but it's auto saving in the background. And if you die at a if you sorry, if you uh, stop the game, if you suspend the game, whatever it is like if you do lose power if the game does update well you have an autosave that's around where you were in that run i think that i think that's not game breaking as we've mentioned it's a single player only game so who cares if someone milks and and uh exploits uh you know exploits a way to do that people are going to do that anyways 
What, uh, what you playing over on Vita? Uh, I've been playing. So I'm playing some metal, uh, some Metal Gear. I was playing. Um, what's, what's wrong? Like, do I not have my? I do have my Vita with me. Uh, let me grab the name real quick. That was loud. Um, I've been playing that Metal Gear Acid. <laughs> playing right. the uh, uh, Trials. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a BMX uh, game on there. If you haven't mm-hmm. uh, played that, that one's fun. Uh, one of the trials games, and then there's a um, I'm I don't know why I'm blanking on it, so I'm bringing it up here. But it's a it's a, a 2D platformer roguelike, um, like fantasy style thing. Um, fantasy style thing. Yeah, one of those things. Why are you bringing that up? I, I pointed Rogue to Rogue Legacy. Rogue oh. Legacy. Because yeah, how do you know? Yeah, yeah how do you know? I don't. That's why I'm like, how, why am I blanking on this? It's fun, but it's a roguelike. I love that man. So I have I have it uh, like in, uh, put up in a box, but I have my uh, I have my Zelda uh, 3DS, which I got when uh, what was it? I think, I think it was. If you want to get rid of it, let me know. Let, <laughs> let your man know. I don't, I don't think that, so. That's, that's actually what happened. Is a coworker of mine hooked me you up know? with this one. This is the one that came with. Um, it's either Spirit Tracks or. Uh, Phantom Hourglass. Okay. One of those. Um, and they were like, do you not want the game? And I was like, that game sucks. No, I just want the DS. And plus, I already own it anyway. But uh, <laughs> I really just wanted having a Zelda piece of merch, which I yeah. you know, I don't own any of like the official ones outside of Amiibos. And so he sent that over. Uh, obviously, That's I paid awesome. him for it. And so yeah. get to go back over to Rose Colored Gaming. They have a specific stand that is labeled uh, for this collector's item. And so, of course, I'll be buying that over. I want I want to say my friends, even though I've never talked to them, but I should start talking to them over at Rose Colored Gaming. But uh, totally should. I, sorry, not to interrupt. That is the uh, yeah. sorry. It's the Link Between Worlds version is the one that I have. I mm. don't have the 25th anniversary. So it's the gold one with that has the uh, the Triforce on it, which I love. It's, apparently, it's, it's apparently it's being sold uh, sealed. Uh, that there's like a, a sealed version of that that's selling for like 700 bucks. Oh, it's on the eBay. one that has like the Triforce on both yeah. sides, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I couldn't. I like it get it at the time the one i really i really want should i ever come across it is the uh majora's mass 3d yeah uh one where it has majora uh on the on the shell that would be dope but i i I did digress there i'm glad that you're doing resident evil 8 and hopefully they didn't copy too much capcom's a giant company though so they'll be fine they'll be fine they'll be fine uh speaking of things that you probably won't get your hands on uh uh, unless you're lucky um which you know we we got lucky early but ps5 stock is not gonna look uh any uh any better uh as a playstation i was sorry um who was this i had it in front of me sorry i grabbed the quote and everything push square jim who was saying it I, that's what I was trying to remember. It oh, was, Chief uh, Financial Officer. That's right. Yeah, CFO. Hiroki Toki. Yeah, saying, I don't think demand is calming down this year. And even if we secure a lot of more devices and produce many more units of the PlayStation 5 next year, our supply won't be able to catch up with demand. This is true for PlayStation. This is true for Xbox. This is true for anything trying to get those uh, those chipsets. Um, it's, it's becoming a problem. Apparently, Ford has a ton of Ford uh, uh, trucks and other uh, uh, vehicles that need their computer systems and they don't like they have everything else ready they got them sitting in a a warehouse 
but they can't get uh, they can't get the uh, the the, the chipsets quick enough or uh, at the pace to actually sell their cars. That's mm. how it's like impacting not just us gamers, uh, but it's impacting so many things. Uh, I think that. I think that uh, was it Nvidia and AMD were actually AMD recently was saying that their production, uh, their demand, I think is thirty percent higher than what they can like put out. So like, it's basically like even if they could produce say thirty percent more, they would still be at a null state, meaning uh, you're still screwed. You still can't you still can't bring get anything new out because the demand is literally that high. That's why Newegg and others are doing like raffles uh gamestop had the playstation 5 out uh today for sale if you go through the uh the queues um but yeah there was a there was a sony there was a sony direct queue as well that's where i want to be like i want to be clear with people who are annoyed because you have the right to be annoyed it's absolutely fine but they reported at the same time at least uh at the end of april that ps5 had sold 7.8 million units and ps4 to the exact same amount of time so in the time that ps5 sold 7.8 ps4 sold 7.6 so it's outselling the ps4 so like if people were talking about like i could get a ps4 by this time yeah you could but that's that's (laughs) saying that they're they're selling more of them and if they had the parts they would probably still be out now there's probably something to be said that the demand is probably helping a little bit um and people are like well scalpers they've already nip that there are only uh, an estimated 10 percent of ps5s that have been sold have gone to, yeah. to scalpers now while that's still uh you know seven hundred fifty thousand yeah. um ps5s that it's still saying that the majority of of these sales are going to to people that want them uh you can get one it it will take some effort they're they're literally going on sale every single day it's just hard yeah. you know it's, you, you yeah. have to put in a little bit of effort and i know that there's probably somebody out there being like well i put in an effort every day and i still haven't got one i'm not yep. trying to rub it in your face that that i have one or anything like that but you, you gotta keep, keep it up you keep gotta trying. keep up the otherwise fight. wait you know yeah. they, honestly until next month there you know unless you really wanted dark souls you're fine but yeah. I, I get that it's going to be a little bit more antsy because you know if you if returnal was your thing that came out last week and now um the uh, Final Fantasy VII upgrade on PS5 is coming out, and on that same day, the I, I don't even know if they're calling it DLC, but Intermission comes out on June 10th, and then Ratchet yeah. comes out as well. They better not come out the same like week. Do they come out the same week? Because that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember offhand. I really hope not. June 10th on uh, on Final Fantasy VII. Oh. No, they Rift, don't. Rift Apart comes out June 11th, bro. <laughs> 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 that's awful i'm upset <laughs> why are you gonna do that to us i don't know what to do that's i mean i don't okay. know what i'm gonna okay. do. i'll probably play ratchet because that's like the first play ratchet. ps5 but it's a thing of luckily and- like intermission so what we're talking about if you don't know what we're talking about final fantasy 7 remake mm-hmm. uh is getting its ps5 oh. upgrade that they are calling intergrade for some reason do you Stupid. get that word uh, I don't understand why. <laughs> like it's, it's the same thing with Kingdom Hearts, and I'm sorry, Namora throwing this, throwing these weird names. I don't need it. Like, like you don't need to give me a, a subtitle for a D, for the DLC for the uh, sorry for the port 
for the port upgrade to PS5. Like, just PS5 edition, or just not. Just call it Final Fantasy VII Remake. I don't get it. Um, yeah, and so that it. does include the uh, 60, 60 frames. Let's do it. And then the graphics mode absorbed all in 4K. So it's already at 4K on PS4 Pro. So I don't really know what that is unless they're saying that it's like... That. It's got to be textures because the, I'm assuming that it was 4K te- uh, checkerboarded uh, on yeah. PS4 Pro is what I'm going to guess. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, I mean it's 4K native ch- textures or something. Um, it, it definitely looks crisper. We're we're doing this in uh, in uh, you know our in 1920, so don't uh, sorry 1080. What's wrong with me? Uh, in the 1080 for you know for anyone who's like nitpicking here, there's lighting differences uh, and everything, but the the textures definitely. Uh, the textures and lighting look so much better. The HDR looks better, uh, and it's a pretty game, anyways. Uh, I just feel like it, it just bumped it up a little bit. Um, I'm just wondering if that means that they're going to run it at fourteen forty for sixty frames oh, or for not. 60? I can't find it. They just say that it's going to favor frame rate. That means maybe it's not locked at four K. <laughs> um, either way, if you own the game from purchasing it, you do get that free PS Five upgrade, and then if you bought the deluxe edition, that c- should come with intermission i'm going to be testing that out because Same. i have i had the deluxe edition that's sitting up there on the the shelf that came with my dlc codes but then i bought mm-hmm. as any anybody might recall because i'm so impatient i bought the digital version so that i could preload it and then put my dlc codes in there so hopefully i get my intermission for free i think it's going to be linked <laughs> to those dlc codes i think that's what it's going to be linked i'm hoping to. so yeah. Uh, so hopefully I get intermission for free. If you didn't pay for the deluxe version, I think it's 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, you could probably just wait for it on sale if you don't want to play it at launch. And then if you got Final Fantasy VII R with PS Plus, there's an intergrade upgrade that I think also includes intermission. Don't quote me on that one. But that comes out June 10th. And then rift apart comes out june 11th i'm a little bummed about that <laughs> yeah yeah now so i'm in a similar situation because i have my but you know i have i have the legit physical version i put those dlc codes into my account mm. but i also have the digital version of uh you know from ps plus and i'm hoping that essentially that dlc outranks it and it's flagged my my account as he has the digital deluxe version the question of can I play that with my digital version? I'm, I'm assuming that that would still work. I'm assuming that it that it can tell I, I essentially have a physical and, and a digital copy of a game. We can't be the only people who splurged in this in uh, with this game or other games that have bought digitally as well as, uh, as physically. So there's got to be a way. Hope so. And so that's going to come out. And then along with the reason why we're talking about this other than just this is that so they were talking to Nomura, uh, who's directing the game, director of Kingdom Hearts three among among several other games, but he's directing uh, this sequel, and uh, he said that uh, it's uh, moving forward quite well, uh, and that I'd like to perhaps make a proper announcement when timing is right, but. Uh, the thing that he mentioned what was funny is like cloud is running through mother nature you'll be able to enjoy a somewhat different atmosphere so who knows again how far this game is gonna go and since we i'm not gonna spoil it yet i you know i think we're getting close to where i can spoil it it's been about a year almost but uh i wonder kind of what direction we go from here but the fact that he said it's running nicely i mean i guess i wouldn't no more is generally pretty honest i feel like hopefully 
with everything running on PS5 now, we don't have to worry about different console versions. Um, by the way, Intermission is exclusive to PS5, so if you still only have your PS4, you're going to have to wait on that. Sorry about that. We'll tell you how it is, though. Yeah. And, it's, uh, been over, it's been out for over a year, by the way. So I think spoiler territory, like, I'm, we're not going to do it right now, but, like, I think that... When Intermission think that, comes out, though. Oh, yeah. When Intermission comes out, like, I'm sorry, free game at that point. Um, yeah. No, I think that I, I'm really... I'm really, really looking forward to the trajectory of, of the series. Um, what I need to play, and I haven't haven't been playing, I need to play some Crisis Core on here. We've got Ever Crisis coming out as well. I gotta play Crisis Core because I got that on my uh, ready to play as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think. When is do we have a release date on Ever Crisis? Ever Crisis? I don't think so. Just says 2022. That's the one that's doing like the compilation, right? Of seven. Uh, yeah, believe, and the spinoffs. Yeah. And yeah. So that. That's 2022 so far, because yeah, that so we'll and see. that's going to be iOS and Android, which that's I'm still right. going to play it because we got our backbones and our we, teachies, yeah, baby. Exactly, exactly. So we we can't complain about uh, about hand cramps and actually getting to use actual buttons. Because I'm sorry, um, I I love my phone. I love playing games. Like the only games that I like playing on it though are games where it's touch. It actually needs a touch screen. Like other than that, I need to Bluetooth a, a controller to it. Like it just doesn't they, feel like right. if somebody designed there's a there's a game that I played mm-hmm. um, a couple months ago. Uh, dang, I feel bad for getting it, but it's designed for the touchscreen. Like you yeah. drag parts and you fix things by that dragging the thing yeah. around. That's that's you know if the game's designed to do it. But if we're talking about like clearly console games, obviously though this is going to be a mobile only game, and yeah. so I'm sure the touch will be fine. But hopefully they have uh, controller support. Um, this last bit of news in here, I literally only threw in here because it's one of my favorite games yeah. from uh, from 2015, and that's Life is Strange. And this actually made me a little sad. So uh, Life is Strange, uh, what you're seeing on the video is, is the upcoming one, um, was originally developed by Don't Nod. Uh, it's published and owned by Square Enix. So Square Enix owns the IP. Uh, Don't Nod says they're not coming back to Life Strange anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, and it's sad to me, but at the same time, like I, I appreciate those creative juices, like making sure that like you that you don't run a franchise into the ground like Assassin's Creed, uh, that you give it time to breathe, because um, if you don't, this is this is what happens. Um, I mean, Marvel's even at the point where like the pace of the movies and stuff that's gonna come that's gonna about to come out. Uh, over the next like four years, I think they're gonna have almost as many movies as the last ten uh, in in Marvel. So like, if you don't watch your pace, there's a chance that you're gonna burn out. Uh, so I appreciate that in regards to like uh, from a creativity standpoint, they were discussing other projects that they're that they're working on it like as their code names because they don't want to like reveal what they're doing. Um, but I appreciate that. Like you, this is. You know, it's 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 like, um, you know, uh, what's what's wrong with me? In uh, any basically any creative creator who's who's working through the same thing. If you're being, if you keep uh, doing the same thing over and over and over again, it becomes a job. It doesn't. You know, the life gets uh, just kind of wrangled out of, of whatever you're working on. And these games don't need that. You know, if you're going to work on something. You're gonna t- you're gonna be able to tell if it goes from being art, if it goes from being uh, being a project of love to like trying to make some money. And if you're just putting out a game to make some money, that's you know, we don't want to be there for that, especially with Life is Strange. 
Yeah. So the new one, um, True Colors, yeah. is being made by the same people who made um, Life is Strange Before the Storm, and that's Deck Nine. Deck Nine's been around a long time. Um, I think they actually worked on some random stuff, like they they did the Ratchet and Clank collection on PS3. Okay. Um, so they they did some ports and stuff uh, back in the day, but good for them that they've that they did well enough with before the storm and they're also the ones working on the life is strange remastered collection which i think is just going to be one and two i don't know why you're remastering two to be honest with you but uh it was just a little sad it's just only because they they were the original ones to make it and one and two i think were significantly better than before the storm i still haven't finished two um i don't know if it's just they have a slightly better writer or or what we'll see how true colors is i'm obviously going to buy it yeah yeah no that's it's it's a series one of those series that i'm like i should get into this the wife and i played a little bit and uh, i was like i like this she gets in like in and out of moods of specific games sure. and, and there are certain ones that i'm like i want to experience this with her or ones where i'm just like i'm i'm doing this um, I think it's the kind of game that's fun to play with uh, a partner or a spouse, or if or, you know, if you have like a roommate who doesn't really want to play a uh, game so much. So those who don't know, it's narrative decision-based game. So that means it's not really heavy on a lot of gameplay decisions. It's mainly you have conversations with people and you get to affect the outcome of the story. Now there are only certain outcomes in this particular game if you want to play some that have some some bigger outcomes you can play things like heavy rain and detroit become human which are made by um quantic dream mm-hmm. uh those have a lot more branching paths than life is life is strange but uh i have a special place in it it's one of the first games that i played with my now wife back when we were uh dating uh yeah. and so it's it's just you know it's always stuck with me in the first one um, even though there's some cringy writing, you can tell that it's written by uh, like Europeans trying to speak like American slang and stuff, and so it, it it definitely has that. But it's it's a fun series and it's fun to play with somebody else because you guys can make that decision together. It's like, yeah. do you want to be mean here? Do you want to be nice? Do you want to do you want to hit on this person? You know that that kind of uh, cheesy stuff, but still fun. Yeah, speaking of the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition uh, is out, and I'm like, that's another one that I'm like, I, I want this. I don't have time to play it right now, um, but I've been trying to get the wife into into Mass Effect, and I'd like, I'd like you would for think her she'd dig it. I would think so, and I'm hoping the upgraded version would help because get like I tried. I first said, hey, you know, let's play Mass Effect, and she's like, okay, uh, and I put on Mass Effect Two, and she was like, no, I need to play the first one. I'm like. Uh, the first one didn't age very well. The combat's not... So she was like, well, I don't want to play the second one without playing the first one. And then she tried playing the first one and it just did not dig it. So I'm hoping that the... And it was specifically the, the combat and, and the uh, you know basically the gameplay. The story's amazing, though. So I'm hoping that the uh, the remaster slash remake... Because um, it's you know, supposed to kind of put them all on the, same, on the same level when it comes to that gameplay. Uh, so I'm hoping that'll help. Um, yeah, she. I mean, I have a, that already put on like PS deals for a sale price. I, yeah. I know I'm not going to play it right now, especially because if you wanted to play like all three, they're so long uh, that yeah. we're talking over like I think probably a hundred, maybe 150, 200 hours say, of game. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, so much there, especially if you're doing all the campaign side quest stuff. So, 
I mean, so I'm hoping to, to pick it up on Black Friday. Hopefully yeah. get it for around 30 bucks, And then it'll probably be a thing where if the wife's interested, she'll be able to play it because she, she likes Dragon Age a lot. I think she doesn't like Mass Effect as much because okay. of the space setting that's just other than Star Wars. That's she not really yeah. her. She likes she likes the kind of space fantasy as opposed to space shooter. Sure, sure. And, and this one, I mean, I liked it because... Um, and it, in in some ways, not every way, but I think you'll get this. Playing uh, uh, Mass Effect Two is actually my first Mass Effect game, uh, and there were a lot of things in that game that reminded me of Star Trek, specifically like Deep Space Nine s kind of stuff with the different cultures. Yeah. And immediately, I'm like, you have fleshed out uh, alien cultures, not just like, oh look, he's a, he's got a crab on his face and he's got this. It was like, no, they have a cultural they have cultural norms. Uh, they have gen- obviously genetic differences, but like they have different uh, different um, things that separate them that make them unique and make them interesting. Uh, which is why I love Deep Space Nine because it really got into that kind of stuff where everyone has to like deal with each other. You mean the best Star Trek? The best Star Trek, yeah, it's exactly right. Um, Hands it's, down, it's so good. Um, I got to send you a link, by the way, uh, to uh, there's a, a YouTuber, Red Letter Media, who I absolutely love. Um, famous for doing like uh, reviews about the Star Wars movies and and the Star Wars prequels and how much they hate them. Um, yeah. But uh, the main person on there, they've they've gotten huge now but they released a thing recently uh it's them doing a star trek quiz uh because one of the guys is actually a couple of them are huge star trek fans and one of them like gets it but just or he's not as big of a fan he doesn't know it so they're legit doing uh like an unscripted um uh, unscripted like quiz show and it's hmm. insane how much like how deep that star trek lore goes like i'd probably be able to do some stuff when it comes to deep space nine but like next generation og star trek i'm not going to be able to pull these names out like who who created the computer system on the original uh enterprise i'm like nope <laughs> like, i can tell you who voiced it yeah roddenberry's uh, wife who i always forget her name but yeah, yeah. who also played loxana troy that's right that's right uh, i can tell you that kind of stuff but i don't Okay, I've discovered that I'm, I've discovered I'm really bad at those. Okay, well, I'll give I'll give you one. Who was the host immediately prior for the Dax symbiote immediately prior to Jedzia? You should probably know this one. Curzon. Yep. There yeah. you go. There you go. So that was one of the <laughs> that was one of the ones in there. So I was like I was like you space nine bring him bring him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's one of the reasons I like Mass Effect though is because going into it like it that's it felt like that it didn't feel like it was copying deep space nine but like it was that deep in regards to the cultures of uh, the different characters and actually different species and everything um yeah and uh yeah i love it i i uh i'm happy for a lot of people that are re- gonna be digging into that and it's a game where like i've played a little bit of two i didn't play three and then one just was not good to play so i just never got it so i will be i definitely will be picking it up later in the year it's just uh there's there's just no like i'm i'm i want my next purchases i bought pokemon snap and i've been trying to be a lot more conscious this year yeah. about where i'm spending my next i'm going to be pre-ordering rift apart sure. ultimate for to support uh insomniac and mm-hmm. you know get all my suits and get my preloading. Um, I'll probably be actually doing that this weekend whenever whenever payday rolls around. Mm-hmm. And then 
Uh, I'll be paying for intermission if I have to. I better not have to. Uh, and then Mario Golf at some point uh, yeah. is going to be so in there too. Mario Golf. I've got uh, Ratchet. I've got Ratchet. Uh, That's uh, June twenty fifth. Yeah. So yeah, June's gonna June's gonna hit heavy. Um, I, I'm doing the same thing. I have Returnal and Mass Effect are on on my list too. Um, you know, whenever they go on sale, more than likely it's going to be Black Friday. I'm going to sweep through some of those uh, Black Friday deals, hoping to pick it up for for thirty or so. Um, I really like if they do one of those, uh, uh, like Best Buy and others that buy the do, do the buy two get one that kind of that kind of thing. Like whatever works the best uh, when it comes to um, that. I've got a list of games where I'm like, that's, I'm going to either hit them before or at Black Friday. Um, but I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't want to race to get these games because I have so many games to play. Um, I've Resident Evil Eight, like I said, that I'm that I'm playing through. I'm probably gonna play through it a couple times. Uh, I may end up replaying Seven. I'm playing Resident Evil Three uh, because I'm actually going through like in addition to I had to jump and play Resident Evil Eight, but I've been going through the Resident Evil games chronologically. Um, and then you got Ratchet coming out. Um, there's there's so many good games coming out that I'm like I can't just keep buying them and adding them to my collection, as long and I, I think mentally putting it in that list to say I'm not buying it now, but it's going to happen soon. I think that helps my it helps my brain because I get yeah. it's not instant gratification, but it's like it's gonna happen. It's okay. It's like I'm telling myself it's fine. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna get to play it. Just enjoy what you got, and that's over uh-huh. here. So I'm looking through. All right, here's how this is going to slap for me. It's going to slap me in the face really hard. So we got Ratchet, June 11th. Then uh, Mario Golf is June 25th. Uh, What's that one? Is it Scarlet Nexus that looks super dope? Uh, That's coming out. Yeah. Scarlet Nexus, that's by Bandai Namco. That also comes out June 25th. That also hurts. So that's the same day as Mario Golf. I'll be playing Scarlet Nexus over Mario Golf for sure, unless my wife wants to play it. July 16th, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD on the Switch will be insta-buy. Then August, I already have Kenna Bridge of Spirits. That's August 24th. Uh, September, Life is Strange, True Colors, uh, probably. Tales of Arise is also interesting to me. Um, yeah. I'm waiting to see more about that. And you know what's crazy, though, dude? We haven't even had E3 yet. That Not is four <laughs> weeks away. Uh, yeah. Good. Thank you for the reminder. I can't believe it's only four weeks away. Um, so I was like go, going further into uh, Saturday, September. June twelfth. Yeah, going further into September. Uh, Deathloop um, yeah. is, is probably up my alley. Yeah, for uh, sure. Stray. I am like I don't know. I know people are gonna gonna love Stray. I don't know if it's if it's for me. It's coming out in October, um, but I'm really curious. Pun intended on the cat there. Uh, and then uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is coming out. Um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff coming out, and I'm still waiting for um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, God of War. Like I'm waiting for God more. of War's not coming out. No, I'm, I'm like I'm just saying like I'm waiting for more info. Like like show me show me what you got. Like I want to know what's happening, but at the same time, I I don't want to know too soon. 
I don't want it to be a situation where it's like, all right, uh, this is going to come out like in the next two or three years. Don't At this do point, that. I think Horizon's coming out in November, and I think we're going to find out about that at E3, even though Sony doesn't have an E3 presence. I still just feel like we have to hear from Sony in June. That would just make it maybe not. Who knows? Since they since they're not going to be there, um, that's that's going to be an interesting thing. Like that's what now three years of no Sony. They didn't do E three last year, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. Um, if you also follow Jeff Keighley on social, his summer games thing is going to be kicking off too. So he's going to be just working with with different people for different presentations but definitely follow that uh handle because they'll be announcing pretty much anything that comes out um so you know backlog it was really nice to know you you know i'm still going to be doing that 12 for 12 but starting on june 10th it's not like june 10th i think is literally just going to be 12 for 12 and then brand new games going all the way to september dude yeah no totally uh and next week i'll talk about my uh my game in 12 for 12 which i don't know if i if i said the wrong one on our show last time because i don't know if i said it if i said so i i meant outer wilds i guess i said outer worlds i've played outer worlds i keep doing that i meant outer wilds because i thought we were Um, both doing rpgs yeah you said that and and like i remember like right after i got off the show i'm like that's an rpg (laughs) and then then i was like oh i I misspoke um played that um what's funny is you even put it in the game title for your i did I did, and I had to fix it afterwards. Um, I keep doing that. Those games came out like within like what a two or three month yeah, period. Yeah, they were right they're, next to each other. They're so similar in name. They're so, they're different. They're very different. They both have to do with space. So outer space brain just connected those, and for some reason they're just married completely. Did you play Outer Wilds? I did. Okay, because I I love it. I need to find time to to just go through it and beat it because i really i don't know if you beat it but like i i really like no. a lot of aspects to it and i feel like i'm like i kind of want to just double down and beat it but at the same time i'm playing resident evil I'm playing all these other games uh, but i'll talk about that uh that it's, next week it's a game that was too smart for me it's a thing where it you know just like where you have the you know we'll talk about it i'll talk about it next yeah. week with you. i don't yeah, want to we'll spoil see. but there's a reason that i didn't finish the game and uh, you know so i want to hear your take on it too. yeah we'll go into that next week i hope you're playing uh some games off your backlog there's a lot of great new games coming out uh probably maybe, i don't know if you're searching for your ps5 or your xbox i don't know where you land on that if you're a pc gamer trying to hit that amd or nvidia you should get an nvidia if you're going to be doing any streaming but um wherever you are when it comes to gaming whatever you're doing i hope you're you're enjoying yourself i hope you're doing well uh check us out next week when we talk about other cool things